Welcome to the Catfish and Crappie Podcast, everybody. How you doing? Today's guest, Miss Jody Botts Low, right? Or Jody Jody Botts Low. I got it right, right, Jody? It just depends. If you if you live in my county, it's allowed, but everywhere else in the United States is low. But oh, I it's allow. Okay, Jody Bots Lao. I can do that. <laughs> I can say I try to do that. My name is so hard to say, so I, I like to say I get that last name uh, uh, card when it comes to that. So I apologize for that. So let's start a little bit with uh, uh, where are you from, Jody? Let's tell the people in chat and uh, people listening on the podcast where you're living at right now. I'm from the hills and hollers of East Tennessee, up in the mountains. And this is the part that I'm really excited about. What's your home? What do you consider your home waters? My home waters, I actually drive an hour and 20 minutes to Kingston Steam Plant, which is in Roan County. Okay. Now, is that on Watts Bar? Yes. That is Watts Bar. See, people might not know the steam plant, but they'll know Watts Bar when you tell them Watts Bar. That is definitely, definitely like the promised land as far as flathead fishing goes, as far as I'm concerned. Yes. There's a lot, a lot of other famous YouTubers that fish out there too. You want to name a few of them? Um, one of my favorites is Catfish Dave. He is, huh? You like yeah. you like the instigator, Catfish yeah. Dave himself, huh? Mm-hmm. And then I like I, uh, Justin from you know the kayak show. I watch him a lot. Just you got, just you got Big Mike. I mean, who can forget him? Got Big Mike who pulled it yeah. off on uh, Aaron, the Catfish Regulators uh, mm-hmm. live stream tournament this weekend. Very last minute was pretty exciting. I was there to watch it. He he broke a couple of hooks off. I suggested he get some better hooks, but it, he managed to get the win, so good for him. Um, and Justin Johnson from Kayak Catfish, yes. good guy. I'm one of the mods in his uh, chat, which is pretty exciting to be, um, and it's always fun to to, to watch what goes on in his chats. He doesn't, he doesn't stand for anything, which is a pretty good way about being it. Mm-hmm. So how long have you fished Watts Bar? Is it something you've been there your whole life? I've fished it from the bank at the steam plant for about 20 years. And like I said, I just recently got a boat. Uh, I think I've got April of last year. And that's when I started hardcore fishing, going after the big ones. But when I fished so, from the bank, I, I didn't catch big ones. I caught the small ones. Well, Catfish Dave used to get a lot of big ones for the bank, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he went to different areas and stuff. I just mostly fished the same plant. He traveled quite a bit. And how often are you fishing at an hour and 20 minutes away? Um, I used to fish three times a week. Right now, I'm down to one to two times a week. How many times? I'm sorry you broke up there. One to two times a week is what I'm fishing right oh. now. That, that's a, that's a lot of miles. Dam- Thing like that. Are, are you hauling your pond in your you you have a pontoon boat, correct? Hence the yeah. name of your channel, Pontoon Jody Catfishing. Yeah. Now, do you haul it down there every time with your husband? Yes. That's a lot. Of, that's a lot to be hauling around that far twice a week. Mm-hmm. It's. I mean, that's what I go for to fish. <laughs> hey, it works well for you. If anybody's seen it, uh, you were on one of Kevin's tournaments, right? Refresh my memory. Which one it was? Yeah, where that I saw was you the, the ladies' angler, the women's tournament. Hmm. And you didn't win, but you did catch how many flatheads during that tournament? I caught two, uh, 29, I think it was 29 or 28 pound. And then the other one I didn't weigh. It was probably maybe 10. Okay. Still two flatheads. I've never caught a flathead I wasn't happy to catch. I don't care how big Mm -hmm. or small they are. Mm 
That's right. I mean, I'll, I'll catch them on a jig head and a worm, and, and I'm a happy man. They're just so cool to look at. They're so hard mm-hmm. to find. At least up here they are. How how hard is how hard is it to catch a um, flathead where you're at, the actual finding of them? Well, you know, when I first started out, I was going three, like three times a week, and I would keep a log of when I caught them, where I caught them at, and tried to track their patterns. So once I figured out their patterns, it was a lot easier for me to catch them. I knew where to go at what time and what part of the lake. So mm-hmm. it became a lot easier, and I, ca- I caught a lot of bigger fish that way. Cool. And how long have you been keeping logs for? Uh, since I got the boat. Since you got the boat. Okay. Yeah. You didn't have logs when you were bank fishing? No. Okay. Bank fishermen, you can keep logs too. I actually have logs from back in the day when I was solely bank fishing. I'll still bank fish every now and then. But once you get that boat, you get spoiled, don't you? Yes. It's, you it's do. like fishing from your living room. Mm-hmm, pretty much. Especially that pontoon boat. Yeah. How big is the pontoon boat you're using? It's a 20 foot. So it's a decent size one. And what kind of motor you got on that? I think it's a 45 horse. Uh, 45? Mercury. Yeah. So will you, will you do what, 25, 26 with that? 14 miles an hour. 14? Oh, that's fast <laughs> enough. Well, you you know that uh, um, uh, Luke over at Catfish and Carp, he's got a little 9.9 on his 16-footer, and he mm-hmm. seems to do just fine. His channel has no problems with him having a 9.9 motor on that pontoon boat. So yeah. I think you're even a little better off than him. So when did you start fishing for flathead? Because I'd never caught one before. And, I, you know, I started researching and watching the videos. And I just, I'd like to pattern them and the color. And they look like they give a big fight. And mm. that's what I started trying to learn how to target them. And that's what I went after. And they're my favorite. I mean, they're all kind of green, but they still all look different once you pull them up. They're patterned. You know, I I don't think I've ever caught two even close to the same color or pattern. Mm-hmm. It's it's so cool that the way they are. Yeah. I mean everything from like a I'm not gonna say that on the podcast, but they they got certain uh like a something to do with a baby diaper brown, that kind of color, that mustardy yeah. color, to mm-hmm. a darker color, to a full blown camo patterns. I mean they're mm-hmm. beautiful fish, they come in all different sizes too, and yeah. different size heads, and I could go on forever. Uh, so, um, how often are you stepping outside of your log book to find new grounds? Have you been doing that at all, or do you stick to what you know? I usually try a new spot every night. Sometimes, uh, if I go early, I'll sometimes I'll try two or three spots, and if they don't pan out, then I'll go back to one of my places that do work, and I'll anchor down. If I go mm-hmm. far off, I'll anchor down in my new spot just to see it- what I can get through the night. And and how much time are you spending on each one of those new spots? At least two to three hours. Oh, so you are putting in the time. So how many hours a night are you fishing during the week? I get down there anywhere from 6 p.m. And then I leave anywhere from uh, 6 a.m. to 1 or 2 o'clock of the day. I'm jealous. <laughs> I'm very jealous. I haven't had a chance to, to put that those kind of hours in. I have in the past, but not this year. Uh, yeah. But that's probably... At least I think uh, maybe you would disagree with this or agree with it, but I think time on, they say time on the water, but there's a perfect example. The more, the more time you, you spend waiting on a flathead, especially at night, I think the better you do, wouldn't you? Yes. Um, you learn their patterns, and you, don't, you if you're on the water, then you've got a better chance of landing a big fish because you're out there. 
And get, when, get them from home. when you say patterns, are you talking about catching them while they're traveling? Yeah. I, uh, a lot of times I'll catch them in the channel while they're mm -hmm. going out to feed. And then there's a time of the morning when they're coming back home. You're probably better off. I, I, I'm a firm believer. If you're going to catch flatheads, get in a channel anywhere in the channel and wait them out. You're going to get one. Yeah. Um, especially if you're, well, you figure out where, kind of where you think they're feeding and get between where you think they're feeding and where they're staying during the day. And they're bound to cross at least twice in a night. Yes. That's what I've learned. Would you agree with that? Yes. Yeah. What's your favorite bait to use? I use fresh skip jack if I can get it. If not, I've got frozen. Okay. And how, how much time you spend catching bait? Well, when they're running at the dam good, we'll go down there and spend three, four hours, you know, and catch a cooler pool and bring home and freeze. But I okay. usually spend close half an hour to an hour when I get down there trying to catch bait. And I catch as many as I can. What I, you know, what I don't use, I take home and freeze. You know what I'm doing after this show tonight? I'm oh. going bait fishing. Are you? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> try and get on some shad. We don't have skipjack up here, but that's mm -hmm. that's pretty much bait life. It's not easy, but it pays off, doesn't it? Yeah, I, I catch shad too. Um, I haven't got on big shad this year though. They've all been the smaller ones, and I like the I like them about eight inches. Okay, that's we're we're finally getting them that size here on the fox. So I was real happy to see that. I actually got a report from my buddy Pontoon Tony. If he's out there watching, a buddy of mine he just got a pontoon boat last mm -hmm. week, so I dubbed him Pontoon Tony. He's been <laughs> on a live stream of mine, so forgive me for stealing your name, but it's but, it fits him. He loves that thing. Um, Hooks and Hammocks does have a question. Uh, Chris asked, "Does Jody do more anchoring, suspending, or dragging?" I mostly do anchoring. I fish over a lot of trash or I'll, I'll fish over a ledge. I'll anchor up on the shallow and cast so many over the ledge and so many up in the shallow trying to get them while they're coming to feed or while they're swimming through. Mm -hmm. I bought some drift sticks, I guess, for about six weeks now, and I've yet to open them. Every time I go, I plan on getting them out and trying, but it's just I don't have the time. I'm not getting down there early enough. I'm about to go on a Saturday where I can spend the whole day. Oh, Teardar Arco says, who makes a good minnow bluegill trap? I think the best ones you can hit. I don't know if Jody wants to chime in this, but you're more than welcome. But I think the best ones you can that you, there are out there are ones that you make yourself. There's plenty of videos on YouTube on how to do that. Do you, uh, do you, do you use traps for minnows or bluegills? I use, um, I've tried creek chubs. I can get plenty of those, but don't seem like I do any good with them. And then I bring bluegills, but I've caught a few on bluegills, but not that many. I like the. I like to cut bait best. Mm -hmm. I uh, probably 50 50 uh, cut bait, live bait for me. It yeah. depends on which section of the river. And the one section I fished a lot when I was bank fishing, and that was usually live bait. And now I would say it's probably half and half the northern section where I finish, where I fish now. So uh, I catch them on anything and everything big size. You just got to be in their way when they're moving or get where they're sleeping. It's the way I kind of, not that they sleep, but you get what I mean, right? Yeah. <clears throat> you ever try float, uh, like a Patriot James float? Have you tried that yet? No, but I'm going to get some of them. Um, during that ladies tournament, I could have used them. Yeah, you think so? Yeah, because the boat traffic, you know, I was casting over trash, you know, uh, logs and stuff on the bottom. And every time a boat went by, I would swing and then it would snag my lines, my hooks up in it. 
So if I could have floated over them, I know there's fish there, but I couldn't stay, you know, unsnagged to get them. Mm -hmm. It's good. Well, I, I, I got a couple of spots like that where I actually like to float baits. And I wish I had one when I was fishing the um, uh, Fish-A-Wish tournament because that last spot I was in, I actually had a, I, I had a flathead on and I lost him in the, in the brush. And that whole bottom's littered with, with sticks and stuff. And you know what that means. They, they like yeah. it down there for some reason. Chris asks, Jody, do you ever <laughs> sleep? Yes, I take naps. I don't really sleep. That's that's why I think. Uh, and let, let's take a step back here. Jo Jody does help Avid on Avid Fisherman's Show every Sunday night. Uh, that's at uh, eight p.m. Central Standard Time, nine p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So check it out on Avid Fisherman's Show. Uh, that's why I think you're the perfect co-host for him because neither of you sleep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can go um, to sleep. I can stay asleep. I, I, and, and your husband will sleep on the boat while you're fishing, won't he? Yes. Good yeah. for him. He can sleep. I can't. <laughs> well, that brings up a couple of questions. Is, is your husband a fisherman? Yeah, but, you know, he likes to fish, but um, he doesn't like it as much as me, I'd say. But um, he has a disability, so he has to prop his leg up for blood flow. So okay. that's part of when he sleeps. That pontoon boat has to help with that, definitely. Oh, yeah. I bought him a cot, and I keep blankets and pillows on there. I make it comfortable for him. The more I hear about fishing off a pontoon boat, the, the more I kind of like the idea. Mm -hmm. Now, the newer ones have the big couches and stuff. You, you shouldn't even have to have a cot, you know. Uh, Lee Evans, catfishing with a $1 super chat. Thank you very much, uh, Lee. Chris again says, Jody, will you be on Avid's Saturday? What's going on Saturday? Avid has started a new show called, I don't know if it's called The Fishing Hole or The Fishing Hangout. And it's where people can come together and um, have different screens set up and you can fish a, a creek or a pond or a lake, whatever, wherever you want to fish. Uh, no pay lakes though, but, and you can fish whatever you want to. And uh, it's just a hangout. There's no tournament no contest or anything it's just talk like you're sitting on the bank with somebody one of the biggest reasons why i like going live when i'm fishing especially if i'm fishing alone is the company yeah it's nice to have that and if you got you know four other people on screen fishing with you and avid kind of reading the chat that makes it even better so i think that's a pretty good idea good place to hang out yeah betty says she needs a cot this way she never needs to come off the water mm -hmm. that's true <laughs> What's going on, Sean? How you doing? Um, so, uh, how'd you do this? It was, was it Sunday you were on there, or was it Saturday that I saw you fishing on Avid's channel? Um, on Avid's channel, it was Sunday morning. That's his first one, but they're going to be Saturdays. Okay. They're going to um, be on Saturdays? Yeah. I had to fish from my mom's pond. I could uh, go to the river, and I caught a, a bass and probably about 15 bluegill. Oh, okay. So, you didn't get out on the river? No. You were out there later on, though, at night, weren't you? I went Thursday night and uh, stayed all night and come home the next morning. I mean, how I did you do? Uh, a 16-pound blue, maybe a 5-pound a blue, uh, a 20-pound flathead, and a couple 5-pound blues. Well, so, so when does the flathead bite die off out by you on Watts Bar? 
the flathead bite usually starts around nine to ten. If there's no, I'm talking about in the in the in the year. Does or is it? I know people catch them in the winter down there. I and there's all sorts of uh, people that have you know things to say about it. We're not going to get into that here. But when when do you consider the flathead flathead bite to be over for the year? When the water drops for winter. Yeah, like what temperature? You mean the uh, water level, right? Yes, the water level. Probably November. I'll start switching over towards blues. Towards That's blues, good. and there's there's a lot of blues in Wax Bar as well, yeah. correct? Mm -hmm, definitely. And then I'll go back to Flatheads about March. When okay. The water starts going back up. My first April twenty sixth is the first flathead I caught up here. So I'm guessing you guys are a month ahead, and a, and we're we're a month ahead of you closing down, and the month behind you to get started. So you got two months on fishing down there, which mm -hmm. really makes me jealous. So do you notice any difference in in baits um, with the time of year, like early spring and such? Um, I use skipjack year-round. Right now, I'm trying to skipjack not as effective, though. So mm -hmm. I'm trying to lean more towards the bluegill and um, trying to get on the shad. Are, are, are your bites improving when you change your bait up? No. It's not improving? So maybe it's a population thing. Because I know I had heard uh, um, uh, you talk a little bit about um, the area you fish in uh, might have been hit hard for certain reasons, right? A lot of people are hitting and taking the big fish home with them. Well, I, I fish a lot of the areas that you see Catfish Dave and the cat, Catfish put videos out about. Mm -hmm. And if they put a video out, that place is flooded the next time. And I, I think they, they catch them and they keep them, a lot of them. And Catfish Dave had just put two videos out up on the Emory where I fish a lot at. Okay. And I can tell a difference since he put it out. A big difference. Really? Yeah. So do you go out there and is it flooded with people? Can you tell a real difference as far as like how many boats are out there? Yes. You can, huh? Yeah. Justin put one out and I had this one spot. I would, it was Old Faithful. I went to every night when I got done trying new spots and I'm like, uh, I'll just go back to Old Faithful and anchor up. And I couldn't get in it no more. There's like six people out there drifting through it, and then they anchored down all night, and that's mm -hmm. just the end of that spot. Yeah, uh, and they do well. I have a couple of spots here that if I bank spots, I should say, where if I was to uh, um, video there or live stream from there, it'd be over. I mean, they're like plain as day. You're like hiding in a little nooks and crannies in mm -hmm. town here and stuff, and and they do pretty good. Yeah. Roger says Catfish Dave was at uh, Nickajack Dan the day he got that PB of his. Congratulations again, Roger. Uh, you ever fish out that ways? Towards it's, on my, it's on my list to go there. Uh, my truck is the motor's going down in it, and I don't want to head mm -hmm. that far off. But just as soon as I get my the motor fixed, I'm heading that way. I'm going to go fish with Big Mike. There you go. Is that where Big Mike fishes by Nickajack there? He, he fishes in the Chattanooga area, yeah. In the Chattanooga area? Yeah. I remember I'd asked uh, um, the catfish dude, Steve, I asked him a long time ago uh, if he could move anywhere to catfish where he would move, and he said Chattanooga area. So yes. it comes recommended. I know uh, Lyle really adores uh, uh, the Mississippi, so uh, mm -hmm. those two rivers, between that and down where Doc Lang is, in uh, uh in alabama i think you can't go wrong any of theirs well then we get on to the east coast but i'm not moving east 
I'm going to stay here in the Midwest, maybe move south, but definitely. Uh, so how do you uh, transfer over to blues, or is that just something that happens naturally? I, I've got spaces I know where they're at. Uh, I go to those spots, and then I go deep water. A lot of times when the water drops, it tells me where to go. Some places I can't get to no more. We got some smack talk going on from Brian B. We'll talk about we'll talk about that in a few minutes. We got time for that. I don't know if Jody can see it, but it's it's regarding Charlie Brown. So, oh, were they were they giving Jeremy's tournament cats a hard time last night in Avid Chat, weren't they? Yes. I might have been part of that. I apologize, Jeremy. I couldn't help myself. I think I even called him the new Chad. Yes, you did. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> He just spoke up. He'd been summonsed. Uh, so you've been doing, uh, you, you, you'd been on uh, um, Kevin's tournaments. And uh, um, what other tournaments have you been on? I don't think I've done any more. You haven't done any more? But you're going to start, you're going to start fishing against wood for flatheads against people, correct? Oh, yes. I'm starting a flathead challenge on my, my page. It'll be Thursday okay. night. Every Thursday Friday. night? Yeah, so you got a few more. You got a few more weeks before that's done. And who's your first comp? Your first competitor? It is going to be Jeremy's Tournament Cats, also known as Charlie Brown. Charlie Brown, and why is he known as Charlie Brown? It's something Brown he started. <laughs> he looks a little like Charlie Brown. Once he shaved, he did. <laughs> or maybe he thinks maybe he thinks you're you're Lucy and you're going to pull that flathead football out from him when he goes to when he goes to get it. That's exactly what I'm going to do. <laughs> <laughs> mm, so how bad do you think you're going to beat Jeremy? Well, I think I'm going to wear him out, but you know he's he is a tournament fisherman. He's got a fast boat. He knows what he's doing. He's got the all the equipment to pull it out and win. You know, I don't. I'm not thinking it's going to be an easy win, but I think I'm going to lay him out. I didn't. We didn't say anything about you, Chad. What we said was, uh, um, <laughs> he's the new Chad. Yes. He take. He was taking about as much heat as you usually do. So. So what? Do, how are you going to go about going after him? I'm going to definitely have fresh bait, even if I have to bite. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not going without fresh skipjack, and then I'll definitely have some frozen in case I run out and. Uh, if I have to buy shad, I'm gonna buy some shad. If I can't. No, how big a how big a piece is a skipjack are you using? Are you doing the Doc Lang method where you just snip the tail off, slice it up a little bit, and throw the whole one on there? No, I had big skipjack. Skip My I had big pieces. I throw out, and then if I if they don't hit, then I'll cut them down to half the size. Half the so size. A deck of cards or a small potato. Yeah. That'll work. You had mentioned drifting sticks. What exactly are those? Is that a brand of rod? I haven't, I'm not familiar with those. Drifting sticks is uh, made where it won't tangle up. And they're, I guess they're about 18 inches long. And they're not supposed to snag when you're drifting along with your baits. Okay. Oh, you're talking about the, the dragon weights for those? Yes. But the oh, brand okay. sticks I bought. Chris wants to know if you throw a cast net. Yes. He, she does. Okay. Now, are you good at it? I'm good enough to get bait. Yeah, me too. I'll throw a taco a lot. <laughs> you know the difference between a taco and a pancake, right? Yeah. 
Uh, I've been known to throw some pretty good, perfect tacos, which don't catch much bait. Yeah, I can. I do pretty good till I start getting tired. Then I get sloppy with it. Three fifty one put up a super chat. Thank you very much. His message was uh, Jeremy's fun for a Gamecocks hat. <laughs> Got people laughing in chat going on here. So uh, we talked a little bit about blues and stuff. Um, what's your PB blue? My PB blue is 45 pounds. And your PB cat or PB flathead? It was 42 pounds. 42 pounds. So those are decent size ones, but you catch a lot of pretty close to that, right? Yeah, I just can't seem to get out of that number, no matter how hard I try. I can't break it. I, I was like that with the 30 pound, that 30 pound number is that way for me. I can catch 30 pounds throughout the year, not a lot, but throughout the year. And I always had a hard time getting into that 40 pound class fish. I got my one, my one fish, but that was luck of the draw. I mean, I was at the right place at the right time. Um, I know a lot of people in chat and a lot of people listening on a podcast can understand that, um, especially at my place of water. But that 40 pound class just keeps eluding me. I think I had one on this year and I went ahead and, and lost it. Um, it was horrible. I actually have video of it. I can't even bear to look at it. Yeah. I've, I've Breaks had your heart. Tell me a story about one that's gotten away. I've had two that got away. And I know they're both flatheads. Like you, you know when you got a flathead, you know. And uh, I hooked it. And, well, I had a red eye on it, a live one. And it kept dancing and going on and for like 10 minutes. And I thought, well, I'm just going to. I'm tired of watching the pole. I'm going to pull it out and I didn't even unhook it. I just cut it in half and dropped it back down. And I instantly hit it and turned my boat immediately. And I'm like, I couldn't get out of the rod holder or anything. And uh, then I fit that thing 25 minutes and I'd pull it up and it would go back down. And I'm like, you know, my back started hurting. <laughs> uh, if I had to do over, I would have fit it an hour, but I tightened my drag up. Yeah, tried to horse, horse him out of there. I'm not letting you go back down. He taught me he was going back down and popped the hook out. Oh, that's that's yeah. horrible. You got you, you. I'm not. I'm just telling this for the people out there, and I know the people in chat know this, and I'm pretty sure that the people out in mm-hmm. in podcast land know it. But everything's out the window when you got a fish like that on the line, isn't that true? Yes. Pretty much, you can go over your head, you know, I'm going to take my time. I'm going to use the, the rod. I'm going to use my drag. You don't have faith in your line and your knots and all of that. But once you're hooked up, it's like, oh, my God, I don't want to lose this fish. Let's get it done and over with. Yeah. At least that's how I am. I had gotten one to the boat this year that I think would have filled my 40-pound class uh, sticker slot that I have on my boat. And I turn around to reach for my net, and there's no net in my boat. I had left it in my truck. So I went down to uh, reach for the fish. I touched the leader, and the leader just popped as soon as I touched it. 50-pound leader just, just, and that was it. So at least I got to look at it. I got it on video. Mm -hmm. At least I'm sure. I'm pretty sure I got it on video. I got it downloaded. I got to look at it. Maybe we'll do that this week. Um, But that's that's a heartbreaker. I think I can still hear, like, the echoes of me crying from the river over here. You know, I'm not one to cry, but I did. (laughs) Uh, I cry on the inside a lot, not not on the outside, but I'm crying on the inside. Don't let anybody tell you different. I was, I was really upset. Yeah. How about the second one you lost? Any good story there? Uh, I did the same thing. I fit him and then 
uh, this, I, I think that was pretty close to, you know, when I first got my boat and I didn't really understand. I couldn't horse them in and I tightened up my drag because I was getting, you know, I was getting wore out and uh, I popped the hook on him. Yeah. We got people in chat uh, telling about how everything, uh, Jeremy over at Creole Catfish and says, everything is calm until you see it. Josh, the weekend angler was saying that, uh, uh, try having a daughter with a big cat on. <laughs> Don't think I've ever messed with the drag that much. Uh, that's a cool video. If you guys want to check out, um, Josh's channel, obviously, uh, the weekend angler, he's got a good video with his daughter on there. It's real good to see him get the ladies out there fishing. Um, so do you consider yourself a, an example for other ladies out there that are fishing? There's quite a bit of them coming, coming, stepping forward these days. I consider you obviously one of them. We got Bex who does really good on the Potomac. Got Alicia Barnett who really gives it her all. She grinds like Ryan Bortz does pretty much. Um, and if I'm missing anybody, please forgive me. Obviously, you know, you got, you got, uh, my sisters, both of them. I would never forget them, mm -hmm. <laughs> Betty and D, uh, Betty with her 80 pound, uh, blue this year. I mean, the guys are going to have a hard time keeping up with you ladies. Yeah. Yeah. I was, yeah, I, was, I love I to love see Betty's fish. I mean, I look up to her. I don't know her that well, but I, I, love, I know she, I know she can fish. So, and D, I mean, I mean, she lets Chad will, you know, real one in every once in a while. She does. She absolutely yeah. does. Uh, she does say that she does haul. You do haul your boat back and forth to the lake. Yes. You said right. I that do. was to answer Chris's question. Uh, for those of you listening uh, on the podcast at, at home or or out in the car, wherever you're at, we really appreciate it and just know that uh, um, this is f uh, recorded in front of a live audience. So when questions come up in chat, I try to uh, ask them to our guests. So if you want to come in and ask some questions of whoever our guests are, please feel free to do so. We'd love to have you. Sometimes we even have giveaways, right, Jody? Right. <laughs> I think maybe I'll give away a couple of stickers today and I'll throw in a couple of pontoon Jody stickers with them. What do you say? That'd be good. Yeah, we'll do that before the show's over. So, uh, got some more people coming in chat. So, what are your plans for this weekend? You're going to fish with Avid right on uh, Saturday morning. Um, I don't know if I'll. He may already have his group booked for that day. Oh, so you're not going to be a regular on there? Not unless he needs me to. Okay, I thought that Avid definitely would have uh, um, <laughs> wrangled you into that one. <laughs> Uh, Thursday night I'll be fishing against Jeremy, mm -hmm. and then, um, Sunday I have uh, Sunday evening to be added show. Okay, uh, let's talk about your uh, tournament with Jeremy. When exactly is it? So people, when and where, so people can tune in. It's going to be Thursday night, right after your show goes off. So I think that's 10 p.m. Central Time. No, it's actually, it'll be uh, 9 p.m. Central Standard Time after uh, Panfish Nation. That's Lyle's show on the Panfish oh, Nation channel. I'm sorry. That's okay. I just want to make sure that people know where to go. Um, yeah. uh, we'll have fishing with the chat on at seven. Actually, it's a it's quite the quite the night. We got uh, Ryan Bortz fishing at six. We're gonna go Central Standard Time, six p.m. Central Standard Time. Will be Ryan Bortz blue collar fishing on his channel. He's got a, a cool little talk show. He's trying to keep his channel um, um, moving while he's having some uh, personal stuff going on. Uh, and then you got fishing with the Chad. 
uh, the bait shop on his sh- well fishing. You got the bait shop on fishing with the Chad at seven, and then I'm on with Lyle Stokes on Lyle's uh, Panfish Nation at eight, and then we got a tournament right afterwards. I'll make sure to be watching that. That ought to be fun. So, how did this come to be? We was up late talking on. Well, I actually come into the group late, and uh, Jeremy was sitting up on screen saying he wished somebody would call him out, and I'm like, I'll call you out. I'll fish you. You know, <laughs> and uh, he said, sure. He said, if you want to. And I'm like, yeah. And then instigator was in the background, which is the catfish regulator. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what? We're just making a flathead only challenge. And then Jeremy really hadn't watched any of my videos. So he agreed to it. And I'm like, sure. <laughs> and that's it's, how it's about. It's, it's good to see all the guys out there getting behind you and really giving jeremy the business because he's been taking it hard i don't think it's because they i think that the people out there legitimately think you're going to destroy him jody i'm not going to say i am you know my bite has gotten hard the last two weeks after those videos have went out for about three yeah. weeks how has jeremy been doing have you been keeping an eye on your competition yeah i've always been told by my mom if you can't say something nice don't say it at all <laughs> He's fishing. But you've been, but you've been watching, right? Fishing. <laughs> uh, Chris wants to know if you fished the hundred foot deep hole at Watts Bar. Yes, but all I caught was uh, about ten pounders out of it. I didn't catch what catfish they do. Okay, I didn't realize there was a hundred foot hole over there. Deep magic, hundred foot deep hole, right? There's all well, there's they're all over the place. It was. I never hit a hundred. I hit like 98, 99. And then there's actually another hole about eight minutes for me that I hit 95 to 97 in it. Thank you for the super chat. Brian B catfish. And he says his name is Charlie Brown. Could be worse. He could be called the golfer. <laughs> Carolina real screamer says, go miss Jody. Go. Thank everybody's you. see everybody's getting behind you. I'm on Team Jody myself. I've been picking some winners lately. Although, except for the uh, has you got what it takes when Brian B. was on there, I was Team Brian all the way, but he made a good show of it. Uh, And then my tournament, I couldn't pick any winners, um, uh, but I sure as heck had fun watching. It's hard to pick, usually, you know, for the most part. But if you're in it, it's easy for me to pick, Jody. (laughs) Or if LG Bass is in there, LG Bass is a favorite of mine, too, Mm -hmm. even when he ain't fishing. I was on. He was he was fishing with uh, Aaron on the their what what did they call their mixed the mixed uh, river and lake tournament that they just had this mm-hmm. weekend. Yeah. He was fishing just fishing right next to Aaron, and I was still on Team LG Bass. <laughs> Tom's a good dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think uh, LG was the one catching them though, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. He did catch a couple of them. Uh, Josh Weekend Angler wants to know again when is the Flathead Bash? Uh, Josh, it is Thursday after Panfish Nation on Jody's channel, correct, Jody? Yes, okay. We want to make sure we hammer that into people. We want to do like two stands, does and keep repeating until people can't forget. <laughs> and if anybody wants to join the show, it's going to run for seven weeks, it'll, the, it'll end right before the week for Thanksgiving. If you if you. 
this. If you think you can take Jody out when it comes for flatheads, you know, I wouldn't even go up against you. I wouldn't put the Fox River up against you. Maybe if I went south a little bit, the bite seems to be way south of me, but I don't know the water is good enough to be brave enough with my boat there. So uh, I'm going to let you have the the, the championship. I'll, I'll be like, Jody, Jody, way to go. Well, um, the, the challenge, I'm going to include uh, flat, uh, flatheads, blues, and the channels, but the blues and the channels won't count as much as flathead. Oh, not, they are. Okay. You know, the ability to get to the flathead, they're not in their waters or they're not plentiful. Mm -hmm. So is that pound for pound or are you going to go, how are you doing numbers? I'm do a point system by the pound and okay. it has to start out with a two pound fish to count. All right. Two pound. Okay. That's a small fish. You should go a little bigger. Weed out the, the dead weight. You think so? Yeah, I think uh, I think a four pound fish is fair. Okay. At least for competition, but that would be me. It's your tournament. Don't let me tell you how it's run. So. But see, I didn't know. I thought channels run kind of small. I don't catch that many of them. That's why a four pound's a good one. I can catch little dinks all day and give you a run for the money, but exactly. I don't think that's. I don't. I, I don't know. I guess it could work. Yeah. Uh, Chad says, I found an 80 plus foot hole here in the Ohio this weekend. Uh, it's going to be paying it a visit, hit it in the winter. Like you were saying, Chad, mm -hmm. good deal. And I think I saw, there it is. Uncle Lou with the $10 super chat says Brian B Dinkins, uh, the <laughs> ball washer club scrubber. Then having that's a golf connotation. <laughs> I think that was pointed towards Chad and him. They're going to have a, uh, maybe we should have a golf tournament. Yeah. Maybe we should do that. You hear that? I called it first, people. We might have a cat fisherman's golf tournament this spring. Be ready, all you golfers. I'm terrible at it, but I'll go out and I'll whack the ball around. Especially if I get to do it with Chad, that'll be fun. Yeah. Oh, we got someone telling me to check messages here. Okay. Uh, I don't have any messages. It could be the internet. The, it was funky today, everybody uh, uh, that's in chat uh, with Facebook going down. I think everybody's coming back on Facebook. It even took a while to get uh, Lyle's show set up. It took a while for me to get my show set up. I think everybody's trying to get back on there and answer messages, uh, uh, let alone all the messaging apps that Facebook owns. I think they're being flooded worldwide. So uh, uh, I'm just happy we, we, we were able to get hooked up here. So hold on a second. I, I saw a comment from Betty here. Oh, wait, rolled off here. Betty says, uh, channels run kind of small. Jody needs an introduction to Mendota. Yeah, you should come up here in the in the spring and we can get you on some 20 pound plus uh 20 pound plus channel cats up here. I think you'd like that a lot. I know it's changed a lot of minds of people that have come up here and, and got into them. So uh, do you have a PB channel cat? I've never weighed one. I've caught no, very never, No? Three or four pounds. Okay. Yeah, when you when they get up around 10 pounds, you'll want to weigh them. You'll be like, holy smokes. <laughs> holy Toledo, like I say in my videos, or what in tarnation? Mm -hmm. Avid wants a sticker giveaway. We'll do those after we're done talking to Jody. We'll do those at the end, so hang around. We'll do a sticker giveaway for Avid stickers. We'll do some for a package with mine and Jody's. Um, mine are coming in tomorrow, so uh, uh, we'll get those sent out, too. I got a couple other stuff I need to send out, including a Brian B. and then the winner of the Catfish uh, Weekly um, Catfish and Crappie hat. And then I'm out, folks. I'm sorry. I got to order another batch. 
I had a whole batch and, and they all went. So uh, I apologize for that, but we'll, we'll, we'll try and get some more done. Uh, let's see. Seeing if, if, does anybody have any more questions for Jody? So do you eat catfish? I love catfish. I don't really eat them out of my waters, though. No? And tell us a little bit about Watts Bar and the water quality there. Um, there's contamination. Uh, there was a coal spill, coal ash spill a few years ago. And a lot of the people who worked cleaning it up actually died. Really? That's horrible. And that's where I fish at a lot. Mm -hmm. And so I, I don't keep anything from around that steam plant. How, how recent was how recent was this? I'd have to look it up, but like 10, 15 years. Okay. So uh, were, were you fishing at that time or no? I was fishing in front of the steam plant, but a lot of that happened behind it. Behind it? Okay. And did you see a big fish kill happen when that happened? No, I wasn't fishing a lot back then, though. Okay. Maybe once a month, you know, I'd, go, I'd drive down there. Okay, oh, looking for some comments here. I'm losing some comments here, people. You have to forgive me if I missed a, a question here. That place has tons of fish. I'd say so. Mm -hmm. I'd say a lot of people. I have some friends who go down there that have done pretty good um, right there at Nickajack, obviously, and, yeah. and north of there up into Chattanooga and stuff. So mm -hmm. they do really well up there. So, um. So what else you got planned coming up for your channel? Well, you know, I just want to produce good content. Right now I'm just mm -hmm. doing small videos, and uh, I kind of want to stay like that. I'm, I'm going to start doing some lives. And uh, my goal is I want on big fish. It's, I consider it that's, that's a, that, that is my hunting. I'm hunting big fish. And uh, I'm happy with the fish I'm catching. But that's not what I'm looking to catch. I'm, I'm after bigger fish. Uh, Hooks and Hammocks has chimed in here. He said December 22nd, 2008 was the coal spill, the coal ash spill. Thank you, Chris, for looking that up. We got lots of chicken talk going on. Uh, Chris Uselton says uh, the company I used to work for supplied the coal ash uh, conveying equipment for that steam plant. All right. Mm -hmm. Um, it's unfortunate. We need we need coal. We need energy and stuff. Though that's that's the problem. We got to find you know safer ways of doing all that. And it's a shame whenever it does, but we got to do that. Oh, uh, Roger would like to know what kind of trolling motor you run on your boat on your pontoon. No, I can't even think of it. Uh, it's not the name brand. It's what Jeremy. It's whatever Jeremy's running that brand. But it's just a a straight. I drop it down when I want to use it. It's up in the air. I think it's got a 45 thrush and a 45 uh, shaft. And when I want to okay. use it, that's hand operated. I don't have the nice. Okay. Kind of like the Richard Jean fishing machine type where it's got the twist Sonoma. You know, sometimes those are the best. I had one of those on an old canoe that I used, and it was easier than mm -hmm. is easier than anything else to use. So once you get into the foot pedals and the remote controls, it's, yeah. it's nice to be able to steer from the back of the boat. But other than that, uh, do you do any bumping, Roger also asked? No, but it's on my list. I watched him, and he actually explained it to me and taught me. So you might you might need a little bigger trolling motor to do that. I'm guessing. Well, or can you keep up with the current right by the dam there? 
I wouldn't be fishing around the dam in the pontoon. That's my only thing about going up there to the dam. I don't think I can get up close to it in the pontoon. It wouldn't be safe. Okay. All right. And safety is important. Do you wear your life preservers while you're in the boat, Jody? I wear them if I'm if I'm not around. A lot of times I'm fishing in slack water. I've lost my current. Okay. But uh, if I'm around a dam, yeah, I've got a life jacket on. Good for you. I should need to wear my life jacket a lot more. I know a lot of people that were saved by him. So uh, mm-hmm. uh, I promise you I'll start wearing it. I promise my wife too, but she's not listening here. So that's good. Um, any other questions in chat, people? Why don't you uh, let us know? We'll be happy to ask them. Um, Jody, I want to uh, uh, also say uh, um, next November, not November, March, I am going to do the second uh one versus one bracket tournament. We're going to call it uh, one versus one March Madness. I want to um, let you know and let everybody know in chat that I'll be setting those up. It'll be the month of March. Uh, we're going to do that. So if you want to get in on it, I'll let people know when you can email. It's going to be a random select. I'd be honored if you put your name in the head. I really would. Sure. I got a couple other people. I'm going to try and figure out the logistics, try and get a... Um, uh, uh, we won't get into too many specifics, but I think it'll be uh, a lot of fun. It was a, a, a good time, and I'd really love to, to have you part of it. So uh, hopefully you can get in. <laughs> oh, I love Brian, B, Brian B's already says, I'm getting in it, so bring it. <laughs> <laughs> I got some ideas we got to talk about, me, you, and Creo. I think we might have some fun with that. So, um, Jody, I, I don't see any other questions in chat, so I want to thank you for uh, – uh, being part of the Catfish and Crappie podcast. I want to wish you all. Wait, wait, we got another question. Chris says, Jody, do you take snacks out with you when you're fishing? What's your favorite snack? We, You know, we didn't talk about food this whole time. So here we go. It's about time. Better late than ever. Thank you, Chris, for straightening me out on that one. I usually grab something from McDonald's or somewhere on my way down. But when I get down there, there's a McDonald's. And uh, there I'll get something there, uh, Bojangles, something like that. And I usually- Bojangles, I've never eaten at a Bojangles. What can I have at a Bojangles if I ever see one? I like the the chicken tenders, and then they have dirty rice, and they got hot pinto beans. Dirty rice and hot pinto beans. I'm not a big chicken tender guy. Yeah. I'll have a chicken tender sandwich, but plain, I, I don't know. Um, Hogleg says, uh, why do you fish barefoot? I didn't know you fish barefoot. <laughs> I didn't realize that. I hate shoes. <laughs> I don't like them either. I'm I'm barefoot all the time. Uh, and do you I, have carpet on the deck? Yeah, I got carpet. When I get off that off work, I, I don't want to wear shoes no more. It's more comfortable. And absolutely, I've Most always part, been barefoot. It's like fishing in your living room, just like you said, right? Yes. <laughs> right. Exactly. I mean, I, I don't wear shoes at home. <laughs> All right, Jody, again, I think we're, oh, wait, we got another question popping up here. Uh, Jody, we all know you're going to stop Jeremy this Thursday. Are you going to give him a chance during Tacticat? Oh, that's right. Josh is holding the Tacticat. Are you in that on that as well? Yes, I got in on it. <laughs> that's going to be a cool one. Just make sure you catch your small fish first. Yeah, let's start out with small hooks and small baits. 
if anybody's listening at home and you want to get in on some of this tournament action, it's a lot of fun. I highly recommend you you, you come into YouTube, check out channels uh, like mine, check out channels like Weekend Anglers, obviously Pontoon Jody. Uh, Kevin over at Palmetto Cats is constantly doing tournaments. He's having a, um, uh, his uh, a Walmart bait tournament, I think it's called, uh, which is a cool one. And this weekend, I believe, is Chad's couples tournament or did you get in on a couples tournament i'm in on it next weekend next weekend so the, the next tip. two weekends yeah i think it's the 10th i'm on i'll have to wait and see and then I'll i'm be, also I'll... in the monster tournament and the monster cat tournament see they're everywhere you gotta get on there people come out come on to youtube check out the chat rooms check out the live shows uh you'll, you'll be happy you did if you're looking to make new friends have some fun fishing learn stuff about fishing you, you got to swing by, um, give these people subs, watch their content. You like what you see, hang around for a little while, meet some new people. It, it, trust me, you'll, you'll enjoy it. Um, so Chad's tournament is this weekend, I believe, right? Chad, correct me if I'm wrong. They can always go to your Facebook group, fishing with the Chad or go to fishing with the Chad YouTube channel. He's got stuff on there. Uh, you can check out his live show on Thursday. I'm sure he'll have information there. Uh, so why don't you guys come on over and, and, and get registered for any of these tournaments coming up? I guarantee you, you're having a good time. So let's see. We got anyone every time I go to say good night and thank you to you. Jody, they adore you so much they don't want to let you go, which is cool. Yes, Chad says this Saturday and Sunday and the following, so the next two weekends. Yes. All right, Jody, so once again, thank you very much for being part of this. Guys in chat, hold on. We're going to do a, a quick sticker giveaway afterwards. We'll get the prize wheel uh, um get the prize wheel fired up i'll get those stuff shipped out to you tomorrow and uh um hopefully avid will get his shipped out as well so we'll be giving away a pack of a couple of catfish and crappie stickers uh along with some pontoon body jody stickers a pair of those <laughs> included um she sent me a whole bunch of them thank you again for that oh wait josh <laughs> i've got messages here my messages i have no messages guys it must be Something must be going on with the internet. I have zero messages, so I apologize for that. Um, where was I? Yeah, so stick around. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Thanks for being in chat. I appreciate everyone of you hang around for the giveaway.